Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas, like how many G&Ds will the Queen down to celebrate a Jubilee? And how do I get an invite to the big party? Invitation. Invitation to the big party. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we? William Hanson, the UK's leading etiquette expert. There was a slight pause before you said leading there. Just want to pick up on that. Well, I don't know where you are in that pecking order these days. <laughs> well, <laughs> after ten series of this, probably very, very low down. Mm. Um, no, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more Jubilee. You're more lovely Jubilee. Lovely Jubilee. It's a producer Ben original. Do you know I... Um, Throwing it back to series one. I often watch an episode of Fully, Only Fools and at least once a week. Really? Yeah. Do you have a favourite episode? Uh, yeah, where the um, the Jolly Boys out in. Oh, to Margate. Mm. Okay. I also like when uh, they go to is it Florida and Rodney is has to pretend he's fifteen. Oh yes, that's a good one. <laughs> is uh, that where they go? Are you having a good time? It's groovy. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, just a one line. I watched one the other day, <laughs> and Rodney's doing a collection for Save the Whales. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Delboy walks in and uh, he goes, what's this then? And Trig- Trigger goes, oh, Rodney's doing a collection for whales. And he puts his fiver back in his pocket. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. Not giving them any money. Especially after last year, they did us over in the rugby. <laughs> in the what? In the rugby. Yeah, but you said it with the song. Rugby. Rugby. <laughs> so it's just lovely it's little Cockney accent. It's yeah, nice. more lovely Jadley. Uh, uh, lovely. Shall we do the G&D? Let's do it. Uh, in, in Jubilee week, we are yes. in. It's not the Jubilee just yet, mm-hmm. three-day working week. Yeah. Throwing it, it's almost like your way of life. You hate a bank holiday, but I bet when the Queen's involved, you love it, don't you? Well, at least there's things to do on this bank holiday. 
You, if, it annoys me that you don't like bank holidays. Um, well, no. <laughs> bless you. Oh, thank you. It's a bloody dust in here. Thank you. Sorry, Mom. It's Mom. Mom. Um, we're trying some new gin today. Oh, yeah. This is Porter's Modern Classic Gin. Oh, okay. okay. It doesn't, I mean, I've said, lots of people ask, ask me on social oh. media what... It's a jubilee week. Don't do any rude jokes. For you, I won't. Thank you. Um, l ask what gin goes with with Debonair, and my answer normally is it doesn't really matter as long as it's unflavoured. You yes. don't want because you can get all sorts of types of gin. If it is flavoured, make sure it's citrus flavoured. But if it's like rose infused gin, that's probably not a gin that's going yeah. to. Can I just have a splash more, D, please? Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Um, that's that's really my answer. Marvellous. Um, well, obviously, there's only one person we toast. I know we've toasted her a couple of times before, but it is it would be churlish not to. Churlish? Yes. What's that mean? Um, it's that wacky word of the week this it, week, it, it? It is. We've done it early. Um, it's like rude, basically. Rude. Churlish. In a sort of a... Un it's a word you definitely read in an Alan Hollinghurst novel. Oh. Churlish. You? Churlish, yeah. It is. His churlish... Expression. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, there we go. Well, that that's that's one for the literature students. The Queen. The Queen. God bless you, Mum. Yes, <clears throat> indeed. The, can I also on Debonair? Loyally I served. Sorry. Loyally I served. That's my, in my dad's regiment. That's what they used to do at us because that's their that was their motto. Yes, loyally I served. Uh, or loyally I serve. Loyally I serve. That's the Queen's Lancashire regiment. Very so good. Did, you, then, yeah. Did you used to say that on the building site as well? No, I don't think you so. You laid down a brick. Hey, I'm I'm a staunch royalist. I know so you are. I know. I know, despite appearances. Um, can we talk about the Debonnet? I keep checking Debonnet bottles in all off-licenses and supermarkets. The Royal Warrant has not yet appeared. Because you know they got one last year. Oh, did they? And they, they said it would appear from spring onwards. And I thought, well, a good time for it to appear... Is a jubilee. Potentially. Would be the Jubilee. So I come thought, on, Pernod Ricard, get on with it. Uh, yeah, and start giving us some bloody sponsorship money. <laughs> Christ alive, Ben sent you more emails this year since we started this podcast than I've had at dinners. Yes. Um, anyway, look, Jean Devers, as always. I thought the Queen mm. only give a royal stamp to British products. Uh, not necessarily, no. Does she still get a big shop from Fortnum and Mason? <laughs> um, she, uh, they are still the Queen's grocers. Yeah, so they deliver it to her. I don't think she goes... I don't think she does click and collect. No. Can you imagine she goes to Fort Lewis Mason and does what we all do? She gets there and go, shit, I forgot the bags. <laughs> she'll, she'll do that like, oh, shit. Yeah. Every bloody time. I've told you to keep them in the pissing boot. Bastard. What did we think of, uh, of the golf buggy? Oh, it's sweet. It's isn't lovely. It, isn't it is yeah. sweet. Don't forget, she's... I love the fact they still dress the, the, the chauffeur up in the full chauffeur uniform. Like last week, he was driving a Bentley. Now he's in a golf buggy. But standards, we're not going to dress down. We're not doing a nice open neck shirt and a blazer and action slacks. No. It's the full regalia, including I'm, the hat. I'm rightly so. It's the bloody queen. No, I know. But it was, it was, it was quite camp. Bless her. I know. She makes me cry now when she comes on the telly. I get real emotional. I cry when you come on the telly as well. <laughs> when I see her on the telly, what was I watching the other day on the news? And I was going, look at her. Well, I don't think you were watching Tipping Point. No, I was watching her on the news. And playing today, Elizabeth from, from Windsor. 
<laughs> anyway, as always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you get in touch. You can send your nervous narratives to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just do? That was my pen. Yes, but you... You're such... What did being, we do dramatic with your hands? You know what's the word when you speak with your hands. Expressive. Being expressive. Yes. Are you feeling all right? Because you... A couple of episodes ago, you had your bit of your, you know, I don't, problems. I don't, you are looking better. Uh, I'm getting on, I'm getting on. I'm still not 100%, but I'm getting there. You're getting there? Yeah. Okay. Don't know any, yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, is it still, you're struggling? I, can we just, it can, oh, I just ask for a little bit of privacy every now and then. Okay. And certain things I would not like to talk about, but yes, I'm... I'm you're all right. I'm, I'm getting on better on it, yeah. Good. Well, William did say mm -hmm. at the start of the episode, is the chair okay or shall we get you a commode? <laughs> to be honest. Well, because you walked through the door of the studio announcing, oh, oh, it's like shitting through Ive Needle at the moment. <laughs> I actually said I could shit through the Ive Needle. Okay, well, I'm so sorry that I got the wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong form of William, the William, stop being so crass. I'm not... People listening to this... Have some grace and decorum. Bloody hell, people don't want to hear about that. But well, look, if, if at any point during this episode you need to go, should we have a safe word? <clears throat> You'll just hear my belly rumble. Okay, <clears throat> fine. The safe, <laughs> the safe word could be Diego. <laughs> well, no, because we might... What happens if we mention... Oh, I'm the same. I'm the same when I've had some pizza at the weekend off my daddy. You should see me on a Sunday morning in the park. Oh, runs through me like a freight train. A lot of people enjoying your Diego impression. <laughs> Were they? Particularly my family, who, as I said on Twitter, have all breathed a collective oh, sigh of relief. Oh, Mummy, what are you wearing today? Look bloody awful. <laughs> Sorry, Cat. <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> bubbles? Diego, no bubbles. It's Tuesday afternoon. Oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> God bless Diego. <laughs> Diego, look at we we the, I met Diego for the first time. Didn't realise. Lo, I love him. He's so sweet, but he's a very camp dog. He's a very isn't camp he? dog. Yeah, he's a funny dog. Yeah, he's so so cute. He is very. Sweet. I said to Ben last week, did I tell you? Mm. I said to him, I was like, being, after we'd finished recording, I went, if you ever need a babysitter, you're away for a weekend. I'll have him at my flat for a, for a weekend. He went, yeah, but we've got loads of people to do that, and he doesn't know you. <laughs> I was like, cheers. And you probably cancelled last minute anyway, so... Cheers. Oh, Uncle Jordan, you call this a flat? Oh. <laughs> it's nice on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the muck and dust in here. <laughs> you think I'm sleeping on that? Diego is almost ever so slightly Camping Camp Jordan. Jordan yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's the same thing. Anyway, how's your week been? Uh, fine. Um, can I thank June Dee and Nathan... Who, you know, a few episodes ago we were talking, you brought up your mother's menopause mist. She'll go mad if she hears that. <laughs> she only dips in and out. Okay. She hears me talk about that, I swear to God, she'll, she'll cut me out of the will. I right. Mean, <laughs> the will that I'm probably paying for, but... <laughs> Win back your own kitchen. Yeah, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan will probably host it, so... Um, anyway, Nathan suggested that if we ever marketed Wendy's menopause mist, <gasps> he's got a great name for... Ladies' menopause mist, but for that particular stage in their Go life. On. 
have I changed? <gasps> oh my God, I'm gonna to speak to Wendy. You could just imagine exactly. her. Exactly. You can imagine her on Lorraine and Loose Women plugging mm. it. QVC, probably. No, no, they... Honestly, she makes them up for all the girls in the village. <laughs> well, the girls in the village. What? She does. <laughs> she's very... She's, a ve she's actually a very sweet... I mean, she tells it as it is, and she can, she can <laughs> cut you dead with a word of the tongue, but she's actually very lovely, my mother. Yes, no, I know she, she is. She makes it for all girls. She makes it for me, Auntie Kath, for... Um, Oh, what's the one with dogs called? Lorette. I probably should stop naming a friend. So she makes little bottles of yeah. mist and you put them in... Has the... she got labels yet? She, no, she just puts the names on them. Oh, what, of the poo who she's yeah. giving them to? Yeah, and then Gosh. you just have a spray and a spritz. Wow. Yeah. When I next see your mother, mm -hmm. can she please bring some menopause mist? Yes, of course. For me. Yeah. I want it to say William. That's Have I changed in all good stores in the next couple of months? Yes. And we're going to try and get the Queen to give it a royal seal of improvement. Yeah, you have to supply the royal household for five years continuously. So I also don't think that that's possible to get the Queen's. And maybe we go to the... Uh... Camilla. Yeah, I mean, possibly she's also a bit late for that as well. Oh. But uh... she gets warm. She goes to lots of hot, hot countries anyway, on tours. Anyway, yeah, it's not it just for work. menopause. It's a good thing. No, it's just a good, anyway. good to cool everyone down. Um, any other bits from your week? Well, so I went to a restaurant, a very popular restaurant in... Covent Garden. Pizza Express. <laughs> Frank Amanka. No. no. No, no, it's it's just... You won't have gone. Anyway, we... Uh... Excuse me. <laughs> I actually go to a lot of restaurants around London these days. Do you? Yes. Carry on. Well, you know, most restaurants now, you get a text 24 hours before saying, you know, send a one to confirm, nine to cancel, which is, you know, fair enough in this sort of age where people bail. That I, I kind of get that. Anyway, it was booked for one o'clock... I am normally always early. As you know, I'm sort of quite OCD about turning up early. And um, I was running a couple of minutes late. Oh. At three minutes past one, I had a text from this restaurant chain going, are you still joining us today? <gasps> that After is annoying. three minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. And I was literally 30 yards away from the restaurant. So and I when I got there, they, there was, a, there was a, a sort of a kerfuffle at the door. There was only one person on the host desk, so it was a good five more minutes before I actually got sort of attended to and then seated. I just thought three minutes. Was you going with Mikey? No, I was meeting uh, the vicar. Oh, the one I thought you was having an affair with? Y yes, which we're not having an affair, but... Basically, in the new year, I was in a restaurant, and what are the odds of all the restaurants in London? Well, William... it's, not, it's not that... It wasn't that unlikely that that happened, but and yeah. William walked in with the vicar, and they were sat at a table, and I was like, do we say hello, is he having an affair? Do we say hello? Well, I didn't know whether we should have ignored you or not. No, because funnily enough, if I were going to have an affair, and obviously I'm not going to have an affair, I probably wouldn't go to a, quite a popular place to do it. Ooh. Well, it all goes on. FYI. Does Mikey turn a blind eye? No, Mikey... Oh, for God's sake. He's a vicar, not Mikey, Tom. Mikey, yeah. Tom's going to have to probably introduce you when you do your reading. Is it? Mm. Oh, mm. hi, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to reading today. Tom doesn't sound like Tom that. Tom sounds absolutely nothing like that. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah, so a three-minute text I felt was a touch much, especially when the restaurant then turned out to be, having heard a lot about it, average. Oh, was it? Mm. That is annoying. That would stress me out as well if I was like on the way. I was like, like, calm down. Like, Ten minutes, fair mm. enough, send me a text. Three minutes. Mm. Anyway, enough about me. How's your week? It's it's been good, yeah. I did tough mudder. You d yes. Now, you, did you have any accidents? Because you did talk about that 
Uh, no, it was it, I was fine. Okay. I, it, I felt really bad because um, we we did the course and um, the camaraderie is great, and we got towards or indeed the, the camaraderie, camaraderie, yeah. And we got towards the the end um, and the final um, obstacle course. Okay. And you've got to go down a really dark tunnel. You've got to slide down it. It's very claustrophobic into ice cold water. Oh. So there's a lot. I didn't realise that there's a lot of water and swimming involved. But the water was quite tep well cold, but this was ice cold. And the girl in front of me starts like flapping a bit and be like, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I was like pumped up from all the camaraderie and yeah. being the final bit. So <laughs> I did my Did you just push her in? No, 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 well I did my I did my whole Oh, I got in a coffin full oh, of snakes. God. Oh, you might not have recognised me. Happy place, happy place. <laughs> I did my whole, oh, I once got in a coffin full of snakes, the best thing I did, I I abseiled off a cliff and I was like, and it it was the best thing I ever did, I said it changed my life, it helped me get on a plane and go to New York, did that whole (laughs) speech to her, because I was pumped, I was like, come on, you got this. Henry V. She really didn't want to do it, Mm. I was like, go on, do it, I said, it's 30 seconds of your life, she went down the um, tunnel, Yeah. had this massive panic attack, started flapping, nearly drowning, the guys had to go in and get her, I was like... I'm so sorry. I am. Are you all right? Are you all right, love? I know you need. She couldn't. You know when you're disorientated. Yeah. She couldn't get under the other obstacle course. She got. Oh. There was people jumping in to save her, and I was like, I am so sorry. Are you? Just say I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, and they'll come and get you. I'm like, go to your happy place. Happy. Oh, for God's sake! I was <gasps> so So uh, we did that. How long it, does the course take? About two and a half hours. So it was. Okay. It was in Henley. And then afterwards, we went for a drink, and I sometimes forget that um, I'm uh, I'm down south. Right. So went for a drink afterwards. Okay. Um, and a girl yes. that worked there had a tray full of drinks oh. and dropped them. And then in the entire pub, oh, I know what all you did. of the garden, I went, <laughs> on my own. Everybody looked that at me so like embarrassing. a... Everyone looked at me like a right weirdo. I was like, she's dropped a, she's dropped a tray... Nobody's, and then she looked, and then I felt awful. But back up north, if you did that in Weatherspoons, the place had erupt. Yes. You were probably in a gastro pub in Henley. It's a very different environment. Yeah. Mm. Felt like a right. Did anyone actually help her? Yeah, I did afterwards. Okay, well, at least you did that. Yeah. But like, what sort of world do we live in where you don't cheer if someone drops glasses? No. Would you cheer? No, I bloody wouldn't. But also, I would go to a place where they probably didn't drop the glasses. Anyway, moving mm. on. Yes. Uh, we're doing a special Jubilee bonus episode on Friday. Yes, which is the day of the actual Jubilee. Yeah. You know, we went through the concert lineup last mm-hmm. Tuesday, mm-hmm. and Sam Ryder's doing it mm-hmm. with his. I think, I'm a space man! I'm going to write to his PR. Go on. I've had an absolutely genius idea for him. Shoot. Change the lyric. I'm up in space, ma'am. Thank you very much. If he doesn't do that, I will be... Thank you. Woo! Woo! Very good. Thank you. I was very happy with that. Yeah. I'd go home, really. Right, so we're going to do that. Um... So, yes, we got a special Jubilee bonus on Friday. Uh, All sorts of fun and games planned. Yeah. We don't know what... How many Platinum Jubilees have there been before? None, darling. <gasps> That's why none. it's quite big. Oh, OK. Do you know who the longest-serving monarch is? 
Queen Elizabeth? No. Go on. Louis Fourteenth. How long was he? He, the Queen would have to reign for another couple of years. He's the longest... How, would, how did he survive? Because 11 years ago, he could die from diarrhoea and a cough. <laughs> and gastroenteritis. Mm. Um, no, the... Uh, I, well, I don't know, but he did. Do you think they added a few years on in the record box? Well, well, there might... And also, this is the thing with sort of monarchs' reign. Some of the earlier monarchs in sort of the Aztec period and, and those sort of periods, record-keeping, you know... You know, they didn't have Wikipedia. Just put it on a scrap piece of paper. Yeah, so potentially there might have been someone. But scrap piece of rock. <laughs> Dave! It, Dave! It's His Royal Highness's 50th anniversary today. Majesty. It's His Majesty's Although 50th actually, no, at the time today. it would have been Royal Highness. You're ruining the job. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go and get armour and chisel and just put it in on that rock, will you? 50 years. Yeah, cheers, cock. What's sorry, on the telly tonight? Oh, they're in the telly invented yet. <laughs> Just, there were about three people there that picked up on what I said and probably want to know more. The first person in the UK, in sort of England to be styled Majesty was Henry VIII. Just for those that was were it? interested. Yeah. Where, what does Majesty mean? King, Queen, Monarch. The so Great. You don't yeah. know. Well, majestic. Oh, majestic. Yeah, like the wine shop. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, well, thank you very much. She's so classy, isn't she? The oh yes. How many? Do you know how many jubilees Her Majesty has had? Uh, did you, yes. So 50, uh, 60, 17, 18, 19, 2000. I'm going to go for seven. Seven? Yeah. No. Because every 10 years. Name right? them then. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You have your wooden jubilee, don't you? <laughs> well, you give wood. <laughs> What's it called? Her Majesty's Wooden Jubilee. <laughs> yeah, you get your first ten years or your first five years, you get wood. Yeah, that's for a wedding. That's for marriage. Oh. Not not for not what's, for ruling. What's the first ten years then? I don't know, but she didn't have one then. Oh, what was the first one? Nineteen seventy seven. Yeah. Which was the Silver. Yes. And then she had her Ruby Jubilee, although not much was done about it, in nineteen ninety two. That came in the Did Anas. Did she have a golden one? Yeah, but we, that was in 2002. We haven't got there yet. So how has she gone from silver to ruby to golden? Well, what do you mean, how? Because isn't it silver, golden, then ruby? Uh, not for jubilees. So the ruby jubilee, which people forget, 1992, obviously the Annus Horribilis, as, as often discussed. But you know when she mentioned Annus Horribilis? Annus in Horribilis, Harry Potter series. Potentially. Harry Potter and the Annus Horribilis. <laughs> It's on a specialist website. Um, that speech that she, where she made that was for her Ruby Jubilee oh, at the Guildhall. Yeah, uh, but it, they didn't do much for it. Then the Golden Jubilee, as you rightly said. Then she had her. What came next? Platinum. No. Twenty twelve. Oh. Diamond. Yes. Then there was the Emerald Jubilee. When was that? In two thousand seventeen. But again, not a lot done to celebrate. Why was that? Because mm. that's not ten years. No, but that, they're just the milestones, and now we're into platinum. Is this a platinum jubilee? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What will one. the next one be? Well, Jordan, I'm going to just spell it out to you here, and this is why it's so important that we ce it. celebrate this. But they're probably the depressing thing. Actually, I worked this out: is that you and I will probably be in our mid seventies the next time the UK celebrates a jubilee. Well, won't there be one in what? Charles won't get one, probably, unless something happens. You've got to get to 25 years to get one. Oh, OK. So by the time William gets to 25, and that'll be his Silver Jubilee, we will be in our mid-70s. 
Happy Jubilee, everybody. Okay, that's a depressing thought. More Jubilee chat on... Uh... On Friday. On Friday. Um, well, let's, uh, let's cheer the nation up now with Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cue the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha. What do you call the Queen when she's up a ladder? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. God. Hello, G and Divas. I'm Jess Phillips, an MP and now for the first time a podcast host. I know that on Help I Sexted My Boss, you love writing letters to William and Jordan. So I think you'll love my new podcast that's all about writing letters. It's called Yours Sincerely. And in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. So with that, I'll sign off with yours sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy an episode of my podcast soon. Thanks for sticking with us, Gene Divas. Thought we'd have a Jubilee special joke this, this, this well, week. Well done, well done Jordan's for thinking that. What do you call the Queen when she's up a ladder? I don't know. Your Highness. Well, I mean, that doesn't work because it's majesty, as we've already discussed. What did the Queen say when she knighted a cow? Arise, sirloin. <laughs> Queen doesn't also say arise. It's a bit disnified. Mm. Let me have a look for some of this. Why does the Queen need an anorak? <laughs> because she's the reigning monarch. Oh, God. Okay, that's what great. Well, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thank you for those royal things. What has oh, six gosh. legs, four ears, and a suit of armour? The Queen on a horse. Yeah, four legs. What's the joke? Why did the Queen go to the dentist? She had to have her teeth crowned. Okay. 
I think we're scraping the bottom of the platinum barrel. What does barrel. the Queen do when she burps? Well, she doesn't burp. She issues a royal pardon. Oh, God. Yeah, I think I'm done here. Yes, thank God. Um, shall we go on to the listeners' questions? What hot drink does the Queen oh. prefer? Royal tea? Start the car. <clears throat> As no, ever. Mm. start the golf buggy. <laughs> Very good. Uh, this one is from Claire. Claire! Dear William Jordan and PB, after many years of listening, I have finally have a conundrum that needs your specialist help. My school friends and I are turning 30 next year and wanted to plan a weekend away together to do a joint celebration. Despite Ireland being our first choice, it became very clear that this would end up being a very expensive weekend away with, and some would struggle to afford. It's there in Dublin. We agreed a date and a budget for a UK break and started searching for an appropriate destination. After some searching, we realised that the budget was still tight for what we wanted and therefore we would have to go over slightly a maximum of £20 extra per couple. One member of the group started rejecting every option that was sent, saying that they were all too expensive. Instead, she wanted to go earlier in the year to make it cheaper. This means that my partner and I wouldn't be able to go as we already have plans. What is the etiquette in this, these situations? Should we politely leave the group and let them go for a cheaper price, or should we say to this member that we agreed a more expensive holiday, so to penny pinch so much I can't go is completely unfair? Let me know your thoughts. All the best, Claire. I think I agree with Claire, eh? I know, like, times are pretty hard at the moment, and they are very hard, but... Yeah, well, if, if you can't go and money's tight, don't go at all, then yeah. you can save some money. It's only 20 quid per couple. Yeah. That's a tenner each. Now, I don't know if that's per night. I don't know how many nights you were oh, going yeah. away <laughs> or, or just for the whole trip. If that's for the whole trip, I would almost, maybe Claire, if you can, almost offer to go halves, maybe, um, in order for an easy life. But I appreciate you, you may not want to do that. It goes back to the whole... Th I'm very much... Um, never really been on friends with holiday. Never really been mm. on holiday with friends, apart from when I was, like, younger. And what but sort of holidays I think a they? holiday is where you just go away with... One other person. Do you know what my chill. brother and his friends do? You've told me this before. They call it the £20 club, although I have a feeling it's now gone up to £25 or something. But they all put £20 a month in a pot, and there are about 15 of them in a bank account, and they all pay it in. And then two of them are picked out of a hat and have to... Then they select and surprise the rest of the group with where they're going. So they've accrued a budget of, I don't know, whatever... 20 times 15 is times 12. Uh, they accrue the... And then they, 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 the day before they go, we're going to Bratislava, we're going to Cornwall, or whatever. And I think that works quite nicely. Yeah. And then there's no... I think when you're... Claire, you're sort of the, as the wider problem is maybe the group, you're trying to find a holiday by committee, do a holiday by committee, where everybody sort of has mm. their say. And it might be easier for future just to do one person decides it, books it, and then tells everybody. Claire, own it. Say it's your 30th. If you're doing this, if you can't come along, then uh, I'm afraid that we can't move it. It's your 30th weekend, so Claire, own it. Yeah, I would, I would agree there. Uh, next letter is from Jean Diva Katie. Dear William Jordan and the one reading this message, it's me. I have a question of dining etiquette. No, that would be Ben, wouldn't it? No, I know. I know. I'm just being flippant. I have a question of dining etiquette, thank God. You've come to the right place. Recently, while dining out with my usually quite posh parents, I witnessed my dad pour the last of a bottle of wine into his glass and then upend the bottle, placing it next side down back into the ice bucket. I understand Common. this... 
I understand this is to signal to the waiting staff that you've finished the wine and they can take it away or offer you more, but it struck me as common and uncouth. Mm -hmm. William, what is the correct way to do it? Place it back in neck side up and allow the waiter to check and offer another bottle or invert the bottle so it is arse side up. I hotly await hearing your answer. All the best, Katie. Yeah, what is that bad etiquette to do that? Um, so it's it's interesting um, on this. It's not technically really wrong. You can do it, but I would also say that really, if you were in a, a smart place, the waiters should be serving the wine themselves, not letting you do it. And so they will notice that the bottle is uh, empty and thus offer you a new one or take it away or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I. And also, there's no point putting the bottle in the ice bucket either way round when it's finished because you don't need to chill it. So I would probably leave it on the table, um, almost to signal that it is finished. Um, but in America, it is more acceptable to turn it upside down. But in Britain, we we probably wouldn't. Okay. So it's not it's not wrong, but it's not right. And shouldn't he have poured a bit into the other people's wine glasses? Absolutely, before yes. Before he poured into his own. Unless, oh, unless, are you proud? well, I am very I'm very proud of you. Unless. Everyone else already had a full glass, okay. and then he can then pour just for himself, Okay, uh, is what I would say. Can we also just, before we go on to the next question, just talk about how when I'm reading these problems today, you have one, two, three, four, five, six. I Done your own signature. Doodle, I've no else no, to you, do. No, not doodle, you've autographed your own script. faces as well. I haven't done no, all you... <laughs> I do oh, face. you go. I've drawn faces. He says drawing the only face on that thing. Smiley, stop. I, 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 I do doodle. Is it Doodle or Google? Google? No. A doodle. Don't Google. Oh, you're so sweet. And look, you're wearing a jumper that says peace. The world has the world has calmed down. All conflict is over. Because I've won a jumper say peace. Yes. This is from Jessica. Dear William and Jordan, my sister, who's 30 years old and very recently single, is a taxi driver and has been sleeping intimately with another driver who is 51 years old, who has a lovely wife, three kids and two grandkids. Oh, God. Oh, dear. She told me drunkenly, and now we talk about it. Recently, she's been telling me it's over, but from working in the taxi base, I know it is still happening. They sign off at the same time for hours, then will sign back on within minutes of each other. Coincidental? Do we need to keep this anonymous, the name? Mm. Uh, so my first question is, how do I address this as she's blatantly lying to my face? Also, my father has recently found out about the situation and is understandably very angry. Oh, God. His colleague is screwing his daughter. Do I warn my sister that our father knows? Do I convince oh. my dad not to say anything? Do I just believe her and pretend everything is hunky-dory? Best regards, Jessica. Oh, can't we just have letters about people shagging melons and stuff? This is... Um, I don't think you can tell your sister that your father knows. Just, uh, it's... But I think if your sister said, lies to your face, you can you can just say, well, respectfully, I know that's not true. Um, but you probably just have to let them get on with it. I mean, it's obviously wrong. It is wrong. But again, I don't really think it's your place to do anything about it. They won't. They're not the first, and they won't be the last. I'm not saying that's right. But it's just with affairs and stuff like that, it's just best not to get involved. Mm. Do you not think? Yeah. It's just best not to get involved. I know she's lying to you and stuff like that, but it's her mess, and you don't want to. Just be a good person and be there for her when it all ends in tears, because it will. That's a, that's a nice... It I like that. That's so nice. that's yes, my advice. Just try and move on. Like, it's life, it happens, and, yeah, it's messy. <laughs> you did a little shiver there, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, final letter from Jenna. 
Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I'm a video producer at an advertising agency and could fill your inbox with reams... Oh, advertising. Usually when someone says video producer, mm. porn. <laughs> I don't think that's really... It's what, when someone... I met someone in the gym once. Really? We were chatting and he said he's a video producer. Right. It turned out, I think he did pull. I might be wrong, but I just got the vibe that he did. Well, I think there's there's someone, if you produce videos versus you film, I don't know. But I don't, they, they work in an advertising agency here. Jenna works, Jenna is not. I've met that up. I, I was just convinced that he did. Oh, right, okay, fine. He looked like a porn star. What does a porn star look like? You know, like, well, it was in the showers and he had it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, it just, you just, I just, I've just got it. You know when you get it in your head? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Jenna is a non-pornographic video producer at an advertising agency and could fill our inboxes with reams of stories from her work. She thinks Mad Men crossed with Faulty Towers. However, my favourite series, I one of yours, Mad Men. I, Mad Men is my favourite TV series. Oh, it's not one of mine. No, I hate no, it. it. Oh, Faulty Towers. Towers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it, did you? No, it's so slow. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's fantastic. Nothing happens. They're just all chauvinists for 20 episodes. So dull. It's a bit more than that. Uh, hear me out here. Sorry, Jenna. Don't I've always, I've seen, I think I've said this before. If I didn't work in radio, I'd want to work in advertising. <laughs> what? I'd like to come up. To you know, like, it's not like Mad Men. No, now. I know, but I'd like to come up with ideas for adverts and stuff. I think I'd be quite because you know, I'd like to think I'm quite creative. Mm, you wear a jumper that says peace. I'd love to be, like sit around a table and come up with ideas for a client. Anyway, <laughs> what? What? The Jordan, no, the Jordan North PR. No, PR. Okay. Advertising. Jordan North Creative. Director. Director. Mm, or copywriter. That's how you start out. Copywriter? Yeah, you're a copywriter. Anyway, I'm just about Jenna. Sorry, the path Jenna. Not taken. If there's any jobs going, let us know. However, on this occasion, it was my own faux pas that had me wishing I had been sacked on the spot. I was on a shoot, and since COVID, clients have been reviewing remotely. We link the camera feed up to Zoom so they can see what's happening. The feed is muted as it's used for visuals only. No prizes for guessing where this is going. It was a very stressful shoot with lots of last-minute changes and late nights, and my patience that morning was wearing thin. Upon reading some feedback from the client in my emails, I uncharacteristically proceeded to exclaim my frustration and release some stress by taking it all out on them. Yeah, clients are hard work. I accused them of being difficult on purpose and not understanding basic things, yada yada, you get the idea. It was a very unprofessional rant. And you guessed it, the Zoom wasn't muted. They heard everything. My heart sank into the soles of my feet and I thought I was going to throw up. So my question to you is this, how should we handle Zoom errors like this at work? Do you think they'll forgive me or have I just lost the agency, one of their top clients? Love the show, love the D, love you three, cha cha cha, Jenna. Jenna, call them straight away and just be like, I am so sorry. You've got a, and you're gonna probably get, uh, what's the word, you're probably gonna get um, a dressing down mm -hmm. and made to feel a bit thingy. I did something similar for one of the adverts that I did on my Instagram. Did you, what did you do? I sent the wrong text into the wrong WhatsApp group. The wrong text? And I had to call, but sometimes clients are so- Can you just tell us more about that? With euphemistically. She was this PR, right? And yeah. I swear to God, I'm sure she was- Can I was this? Yeah. 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 So. And she was wind I thought she was winding me up on purpose. And I am not I am not one to judge, but she was a very typical PR. 
And what's that, Jordan? For the client. And she's like, yeah, so... And I was just like, you are doing my... And everything we filmed, she wanted us to do better. And it got to the point in the day mm. where it was like four or five o'clock. And I was... I had, And I was just like, right. So I kind of ranted. Oh, I didn't send it, actually. No, that, I tell a lie. I sent it in the right group and then instantly regretted it once I sent it. Oh, oh so you knew they were going to read it? Yeah, and then I rung her up. And just said, look, right. it's been a long day and I feel like, yeah. So just ring them up. Explain what you've told us. This is my advice. Just be like, I, I felt like you were being difficult. I was very stressed. Um, I hope this doesn't affect our relationship. Just don't it. Yeah, and I wouldn't try to excuse it too much. Keep the apology short. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done it. I'm a bit stressed at the moment. I offer you my full apology. But also, and you'll know this is right, Jenna, sometimes these clients know that they've got you by the balls. And they are just difficult. Mm. And they probably were being difficult. And cut your losses. If you lose them, cut your losses. You don't want to work with difficult people. Exactly. Got one more letter? Should we do one more letter? Yes. Uh, final letter. This is from Sean. Uh, Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I have an agonising choice to make and I need your help. A few years ago, I bought my mother tickets to see Diana Ross for her birthday. Due to the pandemic... The gig has been pushed back several times and is now happening on Saturday the 18th of June. Just last week, I surprised my girlfriend by informing her that on Saturday the 18th of June, we will be both attending a stag do. To answer her confusion, I told her that I had booked us tickets to see Sexted, got us a hotel for the night, and even made reservations for tea. Sorry, William, I'm Northern. We have both been really looking forward to this, but due to the obvious dilemma, I have to make a decision. Diana Ross or help I sexted my boss. Oh my God. I want to see Diana Ross and I know my mum is looking forward to seeing her with me. We always do at least one big gig a year and I don't want to stop that tradition. However, I've listened to your podcast for years now and feel I have to be at William's big night. So what do I do? Please keep me anonymous. Kind regards. Okay, um, this is a tricky one because um, Diana Ross is a legend. However... She'll be around in years to come, and we might be dead in a few years. So, well, I, mm, so I'd come and see. I don't. Couldn't you? Right, here we go. Here we go. You come and see us with your girlfriend, and then explain to your mum that you're going to come and watch your favourite podcast, and then your mum can go with someone else. Yes, offer that you, she can go with, and then offer to go to another concert for someone else with her later on in the year. Yeah, as long as your mum goes to see Diana Ross. Yeah, then it's fine. Hmm. Obviously, you know, out this this stag to tour, it's not going to happen again. No. Just pointing that out. Yeah. We may not tour again. You never know. It's your decision. Are we not touring again? Well, you never know. I might fall out with you. I might punch you. I don't know. I don't. I don't want. To, don't know what I'm saying. The debonair is going to my head. Slightly. I mean, it's a tricky situation, anonymous. So, um, but if you can, try to kill two birds with one no, stone. No, don't do that. Don't no. kill anyone. No, don't kill. God, no. So. Get someone else to take your mum and then you and your girlfriend come and see us and everyone's happy. Yes. And we promise we'll put on a better show than Diana Ross. I mean, we haven't got anywhere the Can budget Can we do some Diana got. Ross numbers just to sort of best of both What's worlds? What's another one? Uh, um, life's not worth a damn. Is that Diana No, Ross? that's Gloria Gaynor. Oh, is it? Uh, Diana Ross numbers, please, Ben. I feel I should know this. I know, Hot yeah. stuff. That's not... That's... Um, uh, what's her name? Tina Turner. Dion Warwick, in it. Dion? No, what's Dion her name? Warwick. Upside Down. No. Oh, on the radio. Stuff is on the radio. Oh, no, that's Donna Summer. Donna Summer, yeah. Sorry. Diana Ross. I like to upside boop. down. The more you turn, turn me inside out. out. Radio 1, everyone. Ain't, ain't there nothing 
Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no river strong wide enough. enough. Wide enough. That keeps me from getting to you, boy. Are the Supremes going to be there? At what? At our concerts? Concert? Concert? We're not doing a concert. Well, Anonymous, do the right thing. Come to us. No refunds. OK. Um, Gene Devers, thank you very much for all of your letters. Remember, you can send your nervous narratives to help at sextonmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextonmyboss or you can write to William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to pay, but the address is on the website, sextonmyboss.com. And if you want to remain anonymous, don't worry. Me and William don't read the emails or the letters. Um, we protect our sources. No-one goes anywhere near our ketchup. Are we really going to end on that? <laughs> Are we really going to end on that? Right, we're going to end on that. See you on Friday for our special Jubilee. Special bonus. Special. Special podcasting. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.